You are Locked On Cardinals, your daily Arizona Cardinals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Locked On Cardinals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Alex Clancy, Bo Brock. Follow the podcast at Locked On AZ Cards. Follow him at Bob Brack. Follow me at Clancy's Corner. Lots happened since we talked yesterday. Not so much uh, signings, comings, and goings, but there were a lot of words spewed out of Steve Kimes' mouth uh, in his press conference yesterday. Did he say anything? Uh, we'll talk about it. I have some couple clips to play. That's very interesting. Mel Kuyper, the OG, the haircut, just put out his most most recent mock draft earlier this morning. Has the Cardinals uh, taking Bo's favorite guy? We'll talk about that at 16. But there's something that came down the pike yesterday about a top corner in the 2021 draft. Something maybe a little bit off-putting for the Cardinals and other teams drafting in the top 15. We'll get to that also. Uh, Listen, there's some holes in this roster. We know that. Cornerback, running back, tight end, wide receiver. And Steve Kimes sat in front of the media yesterday on the Zoom press conference and pretty much doubled down on everything he's done so far. It it, kind of seemed like he was taking a victory lap. It kind of seemed like he was like, you know what? I've done a good job. And Stevie, baby, listen, there's a lot that still needs to be done with this roster. And he was asked about cornerback, about running back and tight end. And we'll play the clips, but Bo, it's it's a little off-putting that he seems so sure of where they are right now even though you have gaping, glaring, Grand Canyon-sized holes in the cornerback position specifically? No. I mean, he probably feels like he has a plan in place. Now, if you're skeptical about that plan, that's fine. But, no, you have to like what the Arizona Cardinals have done. I mean, when you look at the age of the players they've added, that's a little concerning. But when you look at uh, what they potentially have left in the tank and what they can bring to the table – the addition of J.J. Watt with Chandler Jones coming back. I mean, that's that's going to strike fear in opposing offensive coordinators and in, in quarter, opposing quarterbacks. So, no, I, I I can get why he's walking around with his chest puffed out. That's that's fine. But look, he the, the perception was last last year that he won the offseason, that he was one of the winners of the offseason. And we know that that doesn't translate to victories and even a playoff berth. So there, yeah, there's, there's a ton of work to be done uh, to be happy with the moves you made at this point in the off season. That's fine. As long as you know that there's a lot of work to be done. And I think that they realize that they have to realize that there are a laundry list of guys from the cornerback position that are still on the market. And from, if the plan works out for Vance Joseph with what they've added with JJ Watt, Chandler Jones coming back uh, and Marcus Golden coming back, the job should be a little bit easier for the corners this year to cover if you're going to get the the press up front that you think you're going to get with who they have in their front seven right now. So even if the guys are B-minus level guys, Malcolm Butler, Casey Hayward was one of the best corners in the league for a couple of years, kind of fell off the last two seasons, but he's still out there. Again, obviously Malcolm Butler, the name recognition from the interception in the Super Bowl, he's out there. Dory Jackson got paid. I mean, the fact that he got three-year 39 was like, okay, you know what, that's – Crisis averted, obviously, Steve Kime, you wouldn't sure. have been able to pay that unless you were going to backload it heavily to next season. Uh, they need to sign two corners, Bo. And, I mean, it's we're going to talk about this every day until things change. 
You know, right. I mean, that's that's it. If Steve Kime wants to come full circle, if he wants to show and he wants to uh, mirror what he's what he's been over the last eighteen months, which in my opinion is a top ten GM in the NFL, uh, he's going to have to follow through here. He may have a lead in the marathon, but he's still got half the marathon to go. It was a fast start, nice start, but they don't they, they didn't get any younger. Right. They got well. Sev- I mean, as long as his plan isn't like, "Hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna sprint the first mile and I'll be good. The rest will figure it out." Yeah. Like that was his game plan, and then he's dragging the whole way and doesn't even finish. No, if he's got if he has the plan to finish the race, then that's fine. But right now, it, it's not. Nothing's making sense. You see, just a a pile of free agent cornerbacks, and a lot of them are being gobbled up. And the Arizona Cardinals are stuck here with this glaring need. That's that's where you're. That's where you should be concerned. You know, what's the plan? What's right. the plan? It better not be Robert Alford because so far he hasn't played a single snap for this Cardinals organization since being released by the Falcons after a subpar year. And then also that you're just going to be like, okay, well he's going to be CB two. Well now what is he? Is he CB one? And then you know I, I know we're going to get to the the clip and he's going to talk about Byron Murphy. But who has confidence that Byron Murphy, a guy that in his first season was thrown to the wolves, in his second season his role was you know, it was it was taken back a little bit, and he was playing more inside, and you want him to play outside potentially. I mean, that's that's there's going to be a learning curve there. So, no, no matter how good you are up front, you know, it, it doesn't mean that you can just have a platter of ham sandwiches in the secondary. You're going to have to figure out how to cover, especially in this division, and what your schedule is going to you're going to face next season in the 2021 year. You're going to face Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams. It's gonna. It's pretty daunting at this point. So you have to figure out where you're going to fill those holes, uh, and if you're gonna move forward with the status quo as it is, like, man, that's that is not a. It's not a recipe for winning. Yeah, I mean, little tangent. Ham is hysterically overrated, though. Right? <laughs> it is. I mean, I haven't gone to the grocery store to the deli section and ordered ham in years. No, it's just it's turkey. Just be an adult and get turkey. You can have yeah. ham on Thanksgiving. If you're a Christmas ham person, I get it, but. Just don't don't eat sugar between bread. I, I don't really understand. I don't understand the ham thing. Uh, bacon, pork belly, I can do ham, not so much. Uh, there's a couple of things the defense has going for them, one of which is Buda Baker's there. I'm sure a lot of corners will want to play with Buda Baker. And if not, we're starting. We're going to see this season of Buda Baker's all pro, if he has all pro in him consistently. Like what his jump from his rookie year to last year, I don't know if – like he's – He's he's small dude, smaller dude, but the bulldog in him was shown in college somewhat. But the but his growth and his growth since he's coming to the league has been excellent. So we'll see what kind of pull he has. And number two, this cornerback room is is up for the taking with Patrick Peterson gone. You want another chance to be a cornerback one? Come to the Cardinals because they're opening open auditions. It's the first week of American Idol. Anybody that wants to come in, you have the chance to be the cornerback one, you know, pending what they do in the draft. There needs to be a veteran presence, not named Byron Murphy in his third season. You need to have a couple guys that are adults and not Drake Kirkpatrick, not Jonathan Joseph, not guys that have been fine and failed elsewhere. You need a guy that's going to have one last chance to be a, a cornerback one or cornerback one light. And there's plenty for the picking, and the Cardinals can figure it out salary cap wise because every other. NFL team has done so. If the if the Saints can get under the cap, the Cardinals can sign a couple more corners. And you know, yeah, let, no let, let's let's get let's get to this clip here quickly. This was Steve Kime yesterday 
on the cornerback search and Byron Murphy potentially playing outside or if he wants to keep him on the inside? Uh, to answer your question, so Byron can play outside. He's done it before. Uh, I think, you know, to, to find guys who can play inside is a little more difficult uh, than years in the past. Uh, it's a really tough position uh, with two-way goes and the quickness that's required to play inside. And we think Murph's one of the better inside corners in the NFL. He can play outside as well. Uh, you know, every team has holes. And you, you, the one thing you don't want to do is you don't want to panic. Uh, and do You're definitely not panicking. Are, uh, put you in a tough situation from a cap standpoint. So uh, we'll continue continue to monitor the market. Uh, there's different avenues that we can take, whether it's through free agency, trade options, or even the NFL draft. Okay. Or even the NFL draft where you can get young talent. That's where you, you not – like – the fact that he didn't say we're going to target a corner in the draft, I know that there's a lot of caginess that goes on here. You don't want to tip your hand, but it can't be the last thing on his mind to draft a corner, right? It can't be a last-ditch effort, and it can't be, you know, we're, we're staring down him potentially if you just go off the mock drafts, then getting the third-best prospect at that position. You're not even getting the best guy or the best two guys. So, yeah, that, that can't be the plan. Unless you're going to go like one and two, you can't go three, you can't get, go four because you don't have your third and fourth round picks. Uh, if you look at what the Buccaneers did, they drafted heavily, especially in the second and the third rounds, fourth rounds at that position. The Arizona Cardinals don't necessarily have that luxury, just the way that their draft picks stack up this year. And that's fine. Like y- you got starting caliber players for it. One, your fourth round pick went in the DeAndre Hopkins trade and your third round pick went for your starting center. Right. That's fine. But yeah, this is, uh, it, it, we're not, you're hovering over the panic button. That's, that's all you're doing. The good thing is there is options out there. There remains options, but you're right. If it's Drake Kirkpatrick coming back, if it's Jonathan Joseph, yeah, man, it's, I don't care if you, if you've got the monsters of the midway, in your front seven, that's it's not going to get it done. Alex Clancy, Bulbrock, Locked On Cardinals. On the other side, we're going to talk about Caleb Farley and an interesting thing that came out about him yesterday and how that will affect the top part of the draft and if the Cardinals will potentially be involved with the ripple effects of that. Uh, and also, he talked about the running back room, Steve Kime did, and doesn't seem too worried about that either. What a shocker. Alex Clancy, Bulbrock, Locked On Cardinals. We'll be right back. But first, I always love talking about our friends over at BetOnline.ag. Listen, March Madness is rampant. What a crazy first two rounds it was over the weekend. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. NCAA, NBA, NHL, baseball's right around the corner. BetOnline even covers awards TV shows and reality TV. They have everything. BetOnline has you covered for all the new scores and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Use promo code LOCKEDON. Bet online. Your online sportsbook experts. Remember, use promo code LOCKEDON when you sign up to receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Second segment, Locked on Cardinals. Follow the podcast at Locked on AC Cards. Thank you to everybody who listens, who leaves reviews, uh, positive or negative ones. We want to get better. We want to hear what you want to hear. Um, you know, this is something Bo and I love to do. And, um, we love that you're along the journey with us. Uh, and listen, it's going to be so fun from here to the draft at the end of April, April 29th, I believe. And then to the off season, like this is going to be, this is so pivotal for not only 
Kyler Murray's rookie scale contract, Steve Kimes' job, Cliff Kingsbury's job. But just for the organization, this could be a, a huge paradigm shift in what's more or less a losing franchise um, into perennial relevancy. And it would be fantastic for that to happen. So we have something positive to talk about every day instead of being in the doldrums the last couple of years for the majority of it, except for, you know, the first half of last season. Alex Clancy, Bob Rock, follow him at Bob Rack. Follow me at Clancy's Corner. So Caleb Farley is going to have his second back surgery before the age of 21, and he sat out last season. Virginia Tech, the dude uh, is set to be the first or second corner off the board. We go back to this, and I know it sounds dumb and kind of counterintuitive, but it's hard to deem uh, NFL success on a corner at Alabama. Uh, you know, D. Milner was another big name that came out years ago who uh, folded in the NFL. He played for Alabama. It's hard to see how good players are when he you have top-tier guys. Though, right? Yeah, he did. He yeah. got drafted by the Jets. So, I mean, it could be another one bites the dust in East Rutherford. Who knows? But I mean, he had you... Marlon Humphrey. He's been pretty good yep. from Bama. Yeah, it's true. I mean, he's been great. And the offense was great. Dick was good. Yeah, no, I mean, it's just defensive guys and running backs – are the polarizing uh, uh, characters with Alabama. Now, Josh Jacobs has been fine, and obviously uh, really Derrick Henry. Yeah, yeah, Derrick Henry is really, really good. good. Those guys are awesome. Yeah, but I mean, you have <laughs> but Trent Richardson, you know, was the other. So my point is that when you have the powerhouse offense that Alabama had, it's, it's a favorable position to play corner on the defensive side of the ball when the other team is putting up 45 points a game. So can I, mean, I just put it? Can I just phrase it one way? Sure. One way, and just see how what your action. If Nick Saban trusts the guy to be his number one corner, like who are we to say different? Yeah, well, it's true. I mean, it's fair. I mean, it's it's, it's and he's got pedigree. I mean, his dad, yeah, his dad played, played at a Pro Bowl level. Yeah, I mean, the Caleb Farley thing. Switching back to it, um, it's just a question mark surrounding. There's there's injury concerns with all with you know. I mean, it's it's not it's not an original story, but it's just something to keep. Your finger on the pulse regarding uh, heading into the draft. Uh, Mel Kuyper just came out with his most recent mock draft. Bo, who did he have taking the Cardinals taking at 16 overall? In a shock to absolutely no one because all the mock drafters out there have just mailed it in as far as the Arizona Cardinals pick at 16. Outside of our guy Kyle Krabs who had him, what, trading up to 12 to take uh, 12 or 13 to take uh, Patrick Sertain out of Alabama. Mm-hmm. Mr. Uh, grown-up Eddie Munster went with J.C. Horn oh, yeah. out of South Carolina for the uh, 1,516th time in mock drafts. The oldest weatherman in uh, noted U.S. history, Mel Kuyper. Um, what a sweet gig. I mean, yeah, like, but he, but so he started, I mean, he's the OG, obviously. He used to write books before they had this stuff online. He would have his, his almanac before every season. I mean, it's, it's a lot of work, but... Sweet mother. I mean, if you're wrong 95% of the time and you still got a gig, it's fantastic. Yeah, but that's only part of the gig. Like, right. picking where players are going to go, like, that's that's the toughest job right now. Um, but at the same time, like, he knows – he has more insight on these prospects than most of the analysts out there. That's where I find Mel Kuyper useful. And while I'll read his stuff, I'll watch, I'll pay attention when he's on ESPN. So if Caleb Farley drops, Bo, hypothetically speaking, are you taking him at 16 with the concerns about his back? That That's an interesting question because it's when you've looked at the Arizona Cardinals, outside of guy a guy named Kyler Murray, your first-round pick is redshirted. 
You know, if yeah. you feel like Caleb Farley is is a baller, if you feel like he could be a lockdown corner in this league, and you have it, I mean, but then you have to. It's a double edged short sword. Like you didn't need, you didn't play your first round pick, your eighth overall pick last year, Isaiah Simmons, more than what thirty five percent of the snaps, right? And and you didn't play, you know, your first round picks, you know, outside of Kyler Murray, more than fifty percent of the snaps most of the time. So. Why not go get a guy that you feel like can be, you know, a stud in this league? You just have to wait on his his medicals to to pass. And and, the, and this is a back though, you know, this is a back. You see back injuries linger all the time. Right. It's still, you know, the miracle of, of surgery and medicine and all that and technology. We still haven't found like an exact science to fix backs. Like the knees, we've kind of figured out, right? But the backs, it's still like Tiger Woods is what on how many back surgeries has he had? A lot. It's just one of those things where if it creeps up and you're 21 it's not good it, it, that's a definite red flag so even with that being said I think you probably just take him off your board right I mean and, and JC Horn now like does he does he move up does do teams like San Francisco that would be in a spot to take the second corner off the off the board who they resigned Jason Verrett but looks like Richard Sherman he's still going to be not returning to the bay so I don't know, like this J.C. Horn, maybe that that helps you. And then you just you either take the guard, Elijah Vera Tucker, or you take the best pass rusher on the board. I don't know. It, it does definitely throw a wrench into things. If I'm if I'm the Cardinals, I look at a, at a second back surgery, a guy who only played two seasons in the ACC. Sure, he was a ball hawk, and I would love to see that type of athlete in the defensive secondary. But I, I say you take him off your board. Yeah. I mean, at, at this point, I'm in the camp, and we've gone back and forth a lot, but a lot has happened since we really uh, broached this topic. I mean, if if Elijah Vera Tucker is there at 16, and you want to take Elijah Vera Tucker, Steve Kyman wants to take him, and he's like, "Listen, that's that's the plan. You go out and sign two veteran free agent, veteran free agent corners, and you have that hole filled, and then the left side of your line is potentially one of the best in football. You know, so I mean, that's something that would prove to be a huge strength for the Cardinals, and again. That's something that they've been lacking uh, going into the offseason this season. You have your pass rush. Uh, we'll see if J.J. Watt is 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 a roster name or if a guy that's still going to have some high impact. Chase uh, Chandler Jones, same thing, coming off the injury. But if you can sign Elijah Vera Tucker, put him between Rodney Hudson and D.J. Humphreys on that left side, I mean, it seems like a no-brainer to me. And you just go after your corners and you take your medicine that that's going to be the weak spot on your roster. I mean, you could draft a corner in the second round. You could trade for Stephon Gilmer. Let me ask you about this. We have Twitter poll Tuesday that both started uh, about 45 minutes ago, and we're going to get to that uh, Twitter poll in the, th- in the third segment. Let me get to that quickly. Steve Kime, when he mentioned the thing about the cornerbacks, uh, he threw a potential trade in there as well. Now, with Stephon Gilmore, the Cardinals uh, checked on him at the trade deadline last year. Uh, he was injured uh, – I think he had a hamstring last year, and who knows? It could have just been a shutdown for the season. Uh, they've done a lot to bolster that defensive side of the ball this year. They've added some wide receivers who know, dart throws, Kendrick Bourne, et cetera. But is is this a situation where Bill Belichick could do the Bill Belichick thing, trade a year too early instead of get rid of a year too late? Or are we looking at a different Bill Belichick now with spending all this money and trying to go for it and trying to stick it to uh, a certain TB12? <laughs> Yeah, it, it it just comes down to what we said about Kime yesterday. It's like beauty's in the eye of the beholder. Like, what is we don't know what Bill Belichick how he views his players. Like, he's a guy that he tried to pull that move with Chandler Jones and he was wrong. 
and he's been wrong a couple of times, but he also has been really, he's been right. He hit, hit it right on the nose probably more times than he's been wrong. So, uh, you know, Stefan Gilmore and his age, that's, that's the age where you, we, we saw it with P2, where his performance, it fell off a cliff. So what are you getting as far as Stefan Gilmore? You didn't get a lot of tape on him last year. We saw the Cardinals go up against them and that defense seemed pretty good, but the mm-hmm. offense was also equally as putrid. So yeah, I don't, as far as can you give up? Can you? What do you give up? You have to give up a second or a fifth yeah. or a second next year. Yeah, you can't give up a second, right? You don't give a, Not this up year. a second for a thirty-one-year-old corner. Well, right? it would have to be you. I mean, you trade for him to extend him. I mean, this is the last year of his current deal. Yeah. So you'd have to pay him I, some money. I mean, listen, yeah. he's gonna depend. Like, what I would rather do is if you're gonna do something like that, do it tomorrow. And what you do is you you extend him. You take advantage of the balloon salary cap compared from this year to next year. You front load it, and you just hope that you didn't give him too much money. Because if like if he plays excellently this year in his contract year, you could have gotten a steal. I mean, I'd much rather pay it now, hedge it, hope for the best, and then you cut ties. You have you have an opt out after two years, and you get rid of a thirty three year old guy. Like, but I I would want it to be a second round pick next year. I would give a second, yeah. a fifth this year, and a second next year. But you can't touch your top two picks this year. I mean, you just can't do it at this point. You got to get younger. Alex Clancy, Bob Rock, Locked On Cardinals. On the other side, we're going to do Twitter Poll Tuesday for the first time, the inauguration of Twitter Poll Tuesday. It's a good one. Next, Locked On Cardinals. I always love talking about rockauto.com. It's a family owned business, it's been around for 20 years. It's got everything at your fingertips. You don't have to go to a chain store, front store. You don't have to meander around looking for little parts that, you know, you either don't know what they look like or you don't know where the SKU number or serial number is. You have to ask somebody. You have to wait in line to ask somebody. It gets annoying. RockAuto.com has got everything, again, at your fingertips. Reliably low prices. It's awesome. The the prices are the same for manufacturers and do-it-yourselfers. I mean, some chain storefront stores have different prices for both of those. Not at RockAuto.com. Okay, so go to RockAuto.com. You can find taillights and carpet and paint, and whatever the hell you want that has anything to do with the car, rockauto.com's got it. Their catalog is unique, remarkably easy to navigate, and go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck, right locked on in their how-did-you-hear-about-us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. And also, Built Bar. I mean, (laughs) we're so lucky. Locked on podcast hosts are so lucky. I, I get new Built Bar flavors once a month. We've been telling you about Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar on the market for a while now. It's the amazing low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber, amazing tasting protein bar with 100% chocolate on all bars. Now it's time. We've been doing this to find out which Built Bar is the best. It's Built Bar Madness. Today's matchup, I mean, it's. These, they couldn't be two different flavors, and they're both equally as good. Today is chocolate brownie chunk versus lemon almond cheesecake. I mean, any flavor for any – like, uh, all the flavors are incredible. I just had a, uh, a banana cream marshmallow puff one, which was incredible. 17 grams of protein, only a couple grams of sugar. It's incredible. Like, and we did this Built Bar Madness, obviously, to go to along with March Madness. Go to BuiltBar.com or to at bar underscore built on Twitter to vote. Remember to use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order. That's LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order at BuiltBar.com. 
and check back to see who won today's matchup and who will become the best tasting protein bar. Final segment, Alex Clancy, Bo Brock. So many questions surrounding this Arizona Cardinals roster still. Cornerback, running back, tight end, wide receiver. Uh, it's just going to be an ongoing conversation to see what happens. It seems like the uh, the waves have kind of diminished. We're on more of a, a, a placid lake right now for the Arizona Cardinals, not so much a raging river. Uh, hopefully the Cardinals will make a couple seemingly low-impact moves that could potentially have high impact in their secondary specifically, and who knows, maybe they'll want to side a tight end onto this roster. <laughs> I mean, that's not named Max Williams. But let's get to the Twitter poll here. I've I've been spearheading the uh, the notion that Steve Kime has been a top 10 GM since drafting Kyler Murray number one overall. Um, and yeah, it's it, it's it's not all been easy going. I mean, the rest of that draft was pretty crap, pretty crappy. And but training for DeAndre Hopkins, what he's done this offseason. Bo, before we go to the actual Twitter poll that you put up, do you agree mm-hmm. with that statement still that he's been a top 10 GM since the draft of 2019? No. Okay. Because of outside of Kyler Murray, who is he drafted in the last two seasons, two off seasons that has made an impact? Yeah. I mean, it, it's it, the, the anchor of the statement is the majority of it's from free agency and trades, what he's done. As far as free agency, I mean, here, here's what I'll say is if, as far as he's his top 10 GM, there were 14 teams that made the postseason last year. Yes. So don't you do you automatically put those GMs ahead of him, or does he somehow, just by improvement from a five win season to an eight win season, does does he get the benefit of the doubt? Does he somehow hurdle, you know, a couple of those GMs? Ryan Pace is GMs, definitely not a top ten GM for the Bears. I mean, they snuck in. I, that was. I mean, but Ryan Pace has been in the postseason what like two of the last three seasons. Yeah. I mean, that's. I mean, you can you can crush him all you want but he's he's been able to uh, and i'm not defending his moves to you know you, you let guys leave that locker room and you bring in andy dalton you lose, you cut bait on kyle fuller and, and you bring in andy dalton I, I don't think that that's a savvy move by any stretch but he's been able to he pulled off the trade for khalil Mack. he brought him over and it transformed that defense they went to the postseason mitchell trubisky looked like he was taking a step they missed the playoffs last year, and then they were back to the postseason this year. I, I don't know. Like I, I have to give j- just off of the fact that he's been playing. His team's been playing in January. I just have to give him the edge. I mean, how else do you? I mean, how else sh- really? Like at the end of the day, how do you grade these guys? Well, I mean, it's it's definitely on a curve with Steve Kime because you're coming from a three and thirteen season in 2018, and that was probably the worst three and thirteen team to ever exist. Yes. You know, so I mean not only so like they the were the Francisco lowest didn't exist. They didn't they they won they would win one game that year. Right. I mean they were the lowest graded 15 seed in NCAA tournament history. Like that's what <laughs> so not only were they 3 and 13, they were also the worst. I mean so coming back from that the progress I guess the the barometer is different with every team because over the last 3 years things have changed with so many teams. I mean the Bears started at a higher spot than the Cardinals did. But still, I mean, I just, I don't know. I mean, I think that how he's transformed it, even though he was the reason why they were 3-13 and 13 to begin with, with the moves that he made, I completely understand that. But if you're going to, like, have splits with his GM tenure, you take the first half, the first third, the middle third, and now this third, 
I mean, I think that he's he's done enough to warrant himself a top ten ranking. But let's let's hit the poll. Yeah, so so we've got it up at Lockdown AZ Cards Twitter poll Tuesday Red Sea. Where does Arizona Cardinal Steve Kime rank as an NFL GM? Your first option one through five is he a top five guy? There are people who have voted for that seven point seven percent so far. Six through ten is he a top ten GM? Twenty five point six percent saying that Steve Kime is a top 10 GM, 6 through 10. 11 through 20, is he a top 20 GM? That's where most of the people are voting. 51.3% people saying Steve Kime, the Arizona Cardinals, is a top 20 GM, somewhere between 11 and 20. And then 15.4% getting the third most votes, 21 through 32. So some people thinking he's a bottom tier GM. That's the third most votes. You go vote right now at Lockdown AZ Cards. It'll be there until tomorrow. But uh, yeah, we had an interesting conversation about it. Uh, it was a who was re- reached out to us. It was an analytics uh, reached out to us yesterday. It was trust the process analytics. TTP underscore analytics said, in our opinion, no way Kime is a top ten GM, much less than top six. Yeah, I think that was in response to me saying that if he follows through with the rest of this offseason, then he could potentially be top six over the last three seasons. I'm not talking about over his tenure. Okay, that's definitely not. It's it's over the last about 1,000 days or so uh, that I'm referring to. But, yeah, I mean, listen, it's still an incomplete offseason. If he can sign, and it doesn't even have to be Malcolm Butler or Casey Hayward. It just has to be a couple guys that can come in and play day one. And the draft is going to be imperative. You're hamstrung to – going perfect, perfect in the first and second rounds. You have to have two guys in the first and second rounds that will play the majority of snaps next season. That's what high-impact guys are supposed to do. That's what first-round picks are supposed to do. You're supposed to play almost immediately. And aside from Kyler Murray, where he was drafting unopposed, we haven't seen that two out of the last three years. Three out of the last four with Hassan Reddick, Josh Rosen, and Isaiah Simmons. You just don't see it. We haven't seen it. Uh, Again, fluid conversation. Uh, if anything hits between now and tomorrow morning when we record the podcast, you can check us out on Locked On Now. We'll pop out a minute video. Otherwise, Alex Clancy, Bobrock, Locked On Cardinals. We'll talk to you tomorrow.